Listener Production. Please leave your message after the tone. Why am I jealous of my ex? I am so stressed all the time. How do I get into a routine? Is TikTok making me anxious? I think I'm being manipulated. Someone told me you could live with half a brain. This is Do You Fucking Mind? Mindset Hacks for a Badass Life. Hosted by me, Alexis Fernandez. Hello, beautiful beans, and welcome to the episode of today. So this is episode seven of my mini-series, and today we're talking about habits and how to make them stick and how they can also transform your life and why they are important in both the long term and the short term. So let's get straight into it. So the first thing to understand is a habit, like what is a habit? So a habit is an automated behavior that is repeated in the same context or the same environment. It's a subconscious process and it's something that you've done enough times that it cuts out the decision-making part of that action. So a lot of the time when we are doing a task, if we don't do it repeatedly or at the same time, you have to think long and hard about it. It's kind of like why Steve Jobs always wore the exact same outfit because it's one less thing that he had to think about. It was a habit in his outfit and it was just this subconscious process of like, I'm wearing that, nothing else done. He never had to think about it ever again after the one time he decided that was what he was going to do. And habits kind of do that for your whole life. They're a really good way of streamlining the shit that we have to do in our life, especially the daily things that we have to do. Now, it also is really good because it removes the need for motivation and drive and grit as it becomes this learnt repetitive behaviour. So, a, a roughly 45% of our behaviors, good behaviors and bad behaviors are habits. Okay. So basically look at it as the brain wanting efficiency. It always tries to streamline things. It always tries to make things efficient. And when you do something repeatedly enough, the brain's like, great. Okay. We'll turn that into a, a, a you know, an ongoing thing. I'll make it easy. I'm just going to subcontract that job to the subconscious mind. So for example, look at how you drive. You've probably created all these habits, whether they're good or bad, that when you get in the car, you start the car the exact same way. You put your hand on the steering wheel. You've, you've got a series of habits when you drive. You've got a series of habits when you, you know, shower, you probably don't even realize, or when you brush your teeth or, also, when I talk about the brain streamlining things, if you always think a thought again and again and again, the brain will be like, well, you're obviously doing this enough times. I'll make it easy for you. I'll make the subconscious mind take care of that. That's why sometimes you think, why do I always think these horrible thoughts? It's because you were obviously exposed to these thoughts, whether by yourself or by other people, enough that then it became this subconscious ingrained thing. Now, habits can be changed. They can be rewritten. They can be edited. That's the beauty of the brain. It can always be remolded, but it's just a way of understanding why habits are so effective when you consciously choose what the habit's going to be because the brain is wired to favor efficiency over something different, difficult, and new every single time, okay? And this comes down to this idea of cells that fire together, wired together. When you've got more, more, you know, connections and neurons that are wired kind of in the same pathways, it's a lot easier for the brain to carry out that task than something that's a really conscious, you know, thought out process that you're putting all your energy and effort into. Okay. Now, another thing when it comes to making habits that's important to be aware of is that we have this decision-making quota in the day. And Normally, for most people, when you start the day, you can make 
the best decisions or you can make decisions a lot more efficiently. And then as the day goes down, as you get fatigued, mental fatigue, emotional fatigue, all kinds of fatigue, you've, you're, you're maxing out your decision-making ability to make a decision efficiently. It's not that you can't make a decision in the evening. Of course you can, but it's no longer this sharp, efficient process. You start to like um and ah uh, and question things and you blank out and you, you know, depending how much of that decision load was taken up earlier in the day. So if you want to really maximize and use your decision-making quota for the important things like creative tasks or when you're at work or when you're, you know, for the for the big things that you're wanting to do with your, you know, your, your big priority goals that you have for yourself, then it's important to have habits, especially at the start of the day, because the first part of the day should be an automated process. It's something that you don't have to ponder, decide, contemplate. Should I do it in this order? Maybe I should do it like this. Oh, and you get up and you're trying to go over a list of things you've got to do in your head when really the first hour, ideally more than an hour, but the first hour of the day should be set up in a series of behaviors that you do back to back in the same order every single day. So it becomes this kind of you're on autopilot in a good way in the first part of the day. There's no, oh, do I meditate first or do I shower? And then if I shower and then I come back and then I met, like how much are you wasting? How much energy are you wasting? When if it was a series of 10 things that you did back to back in the same order every time, you'd never waste time thinking about that thing. And then you'd be feeling really fresh at the end of that hour and you've got a fully topped up decision-making quota that you haven't kind of milked for these other things in your day. It's also a really good breeding ground for discipline, okay? Because habits have a really good compounding effect. When you start a habit, it's a lot easier to then tag on something to that habit. The hardest thing to start when you're doing a habit is the first thing, when you pick one thing that you're going to do religiously every single day. But once you start that thing, once you've got it ingrained in you, you've been doing it every single day for the last you know, two, three weeks, then you think, well, if I'm already doing this task, why don't I tag on this task immediately after every single time? So then that becomes your new habit. Then you tag on something else and something else, and then you become a fully disciplined person. Now, habits don't always have to be in the morning. You pick when you do it, but the morning is a great time because it's kind of how you set yourself up for the day. I also think it's great to have an evening one, but I think it's a little bit harder to adhere for a lot of people because people's evenings are often a bit more kind of unpredictable or a bit all over the place versus their mornings. At least for me, it definitely is. I'm very social. I'm out all the time. So I like to keep my habits kind of tight in the morning and then aim to do certain things in the evening, but not, you know, beat myself up about it if I can't do it. Now let's talk about breaking a habit versus starting a new habit. I don't, when you look at how the brain forms connections. And, you know, I just mentioned before cells that fire together, wire together. You're not putting your energy into stopping or breaking something. Instead, you want to look at it as overriding. Okay. So if you look at a, a footpath, that footpath, if people walk on that footpath all the time, no grass is going to grow over the footpath. Okay. It will, it will always stay bare because people are walking constantly, 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 constantly. If you then start taking a path off to the side of that footpath, right, you're not only going to create a groove in the grass, 
But the other footpath that you were using, the grass is eventually going to grow over it. That's how you look at a thought process within the brain. You don't have to spend any energy trying to break it. You wouldn't try and break the footpath. You just don't use it anymore. Okay. So don't worry about, oh, but how do I kill it and break it? You're weakening the path. That's how you look at it. And the way you weaken it is by putting energy elsewhere. That's with anything. That's with emotions. That's with behaviors. That's with actions. That's with thoughts. Everything in the brain, you're just putting concentrated attention and energy elsewhere. And the more you use the other path more and more and more and more and more, then that becomes a deep groove, okay? And just like bad habits are hard to break because you're in a deep groove, it's possible, but it's obviously hard and it takes effort and conscious attention to break it. It's possible. But once you create this deep groove, you then can't easily slip back into the old habit because you're stuck in this deep groove. And in order to return to the old habit, you'd have to consciously make effort to bring it back to the old habit. So unless you want to return to the old habit, it won't really happen, okay? So that's what I think of when, you, when, when you've got a habit that you don't want, don't put energy into stopping it. Just think, what can I override this thing with? If you always have a cigarette in the morning when you wake up, what are you going to replace the cigarette with? You can still have that routine of having something. Is it going to be a coffee, a tea? Is it going to be a biscuit? Something that r overrides it. Is it going to be you're going to get up and walk outside and come back in? You replace. You don't delete. Okay? And when you do that, it'll be a lot easier for your brain to be like, oh, I've subbed this in. This is a new pathway. I'm now ingrained in this new thing. If you leave a void then it's really easy to slip back into these behaviours. That happens a lot with people that have addiction. If they just remove the, the stimulus that they're addicted to and not replace it with other things that are fulfilling them, they're going to feel this massive, massive void and they're just being pulled so heavily to go back. That's the same with like a habit that you're trying to break. You replace, you don't delete. Um, and then because of that, it's going to get easier and easier and easier to do it. You just, you know, repetition is like king. You just repeat, repeat, repeat. And like I said, eventually your brain's like, well, I want this to be efficient. I'm trying to run an efficient tight ship. You've done this, you know, 50,000 times. I'm going to put more resources into making that thing easier to do. Okay. That goes for everything. That goes for, you know, cognitive behavior therapy. It goes for, you know, look at it, like look at a dancer when they do a turn. The more they repeat it, repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. Then you look at how they do that turn. It's identical every single time. You look at how a tennis player will serve. It's identical every single time because the body's like, this is what works. So we're going to replicate it to a T every time. So if you want to be, you know, if you want to be efficient and good at something, you've got to find a way to replicate it in an identical way every single time. And if you do it, your brain rewards you by making it an automatic process. Okay. So that is habits, a summary of the importance of habits and why they work so well for you and why they become so automated when you do the work first. If you do the work, the brain will reward you tenfold, all right? If you do want a more in-depth explanation about forming habits and making habits stick, I have linked a longer version of an episode around habits in the show notes. Um, so go definitely check that one out and it will really help you kind of structure your days, especially your mornings. I'm huge on morning habits because of that whole decision-making quota. Um, so go check it out and enjoy. As always, remember, be kind to yourself, be kind to your brain. Don't take shit from anyone and especially don't take shit from yourself. Danke. Listen. 
listener.